This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Live on your home of sport, SEN. Right across the SEN network, it's the sporting capital Thursday night. Big weekend of footy. 90,000 there tomorrow night. It's gorgeous in Melbourne today. 20 degrees still. 30 degrees in Sydney on the weekend. Talking to Giants. A lot of people, everyone agrees. I haven't had somebody text in yet say that Toby Green shouldn't be a Hall of Famer. Paul says if he wins a flag this year, he's an absolute lock. Anyone who says Toby Green isn't a Hall of Fame, lock should never have an opinion on footy again. Well, not necessarily, but in this case, I can say something else. Yeah, somebody suggests they should build a statue of him outside Giant Stadium. He is. He is a lock Hall of Famer in my eyes and a huge reason as to why the Giants can go to Port Adelaide this week. Canilio back in. O'Halloran is the unlucky one out. He was the lucky one last week, I guess, in a sense, who came on in. All right, let's get back to it. One player. This is how we got on the Toby Green. You got one player to choose for grand final day. Nobody's called and said Nick Dacos yet. The temper Texas. Use it a fair bit, but no callers yet. Jack is in Brighton East. Hello, Jack. G'day, mate. How you going? Good, mate. Fire away. What do you What do you got? One player. Who Who you picking? Yeah. So first time caller, long time listener. Um, you mentioned him before, actually, and I'm getting a few messages from mates at the moment. Um, could also be seen as a cliche one, but I'm I'm stuck with uh, Christian Petrarca. Mm-hmm. Um, he he won a Norm Smith a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. so. He's obviously proven he can do it on the big stage. Um, you know, play mid, obviously forward, which he's proven this year. And um, being a Tigers fan, you see him as like a dusty build. So, you know, why not win two or three more, you know, Norm Smiths? Hey, look, he's the one I landed on only just marginally in front of Toby Green because he does have the Norm Smith from 2021. And he's also, I think at some point, at some point, the onus was put on him from Simon Goodwin or from somebody in the suggestion that, the Dusty Martin role where you can go into the middle of the ground and do your thing but also go forward and hurt the other team is exactly what I, I think he thought I can do. And he has been able to do it at different times. Now, occasionally his slipper has let him down this year. But he, if, if, I was, if I was Melbourne tomorrow night, Clayton Oliver being back for a little while now, I would just put him one out in that goal square and let Fritz play a little higher and I would just see what type of uh, effect that has. Because if Christian Petrarca rips it again, if, if he kicks... If he, if he has 20 touches and kicks four goals tomorrow night, they'll win. And I know that he gets a lot more pill last week and his second half was really good, but if he's able to hurt them on the scoreboard, Melbourne will win the game. And that's the reason why I'm a, a big Christian Petrarca fan. I like it. Like it. Yeah, definitely. Beautifully done. Jack and Bright Nice, thank you. Let's get to uh, Neil, who's waiting on the line, and I appreciate everyone who waits. And he's joined us now from Bright. Beautiful part of the world, Neil. Hello to you. How you going, Cam? Good, man. What do you got for me? Give me a player. Look, I reckon, I reckon Cripps is just frothing. If they make it, he's just going to go ballistic. The old Cripper. 
He he he. His last quarter was good last week. His his last quarter. He's probably oh, look. I think he's. And I, I don't like, I'm not a Carlton fan, so I'm not using this as an excuse, but I think he's horribly banged up. And unfortunately, he seems to get banged up a lot the way that he plays his footy and he's, he's got the rib padding on and, and all the rest of it currently. But uh, he, he, he warmed into it. His fourth quarter last week when the game was there for Sydney to, to maybe steal one, he, he did have a big fourth quarter. So I have no doubt he's going to be a big part of it tomorrow. I think so. Just on tomorrow night, I mean, we're all talking about Kerno and that. What about the other big guy that's going to be down there? Oh, TDK. He's going to he's going to run around, I reckon, and three or four goals easy. Well, they've got a big they've got a big job, haven't he? Uh, haven't they? The, the two ruckmen for Carlton because they've got to take on Max Gorn, who's who's proven himself to be able to wear one or two ruckmen down time and time again, and a lot in these big type of games. Just underconing. It, it's been a really underrated season. He opened the season as a one-out ruckman and, and was huge early. He faded out. He found himself out of the team. Uh, there was the contract talk and the fact that Carlton, uh, Sydney were going to offer him a big eight-year deal and that was proven to be dismissed. And then he ended up signing on. And his last sort of six weeks with him and Pitnet sort of uh, – Double teaming this thing has, has been a huge reason as to why, again, Carlton are playing well. So there is no doubt, one, he's got a big job to do tomorrow night, but two, he's playing his best footy probably he's ever played and he's going in the right direction. So that's brilliant news. That's what I reckon too. Hey. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you, you're confident? Oh, I think so. I reckon. I reckon that the boys are down there. If they can open it up and the little boys start running in, I reckon. I reckon we got them. Last time we played, and we don't forget, we had no, um, no uh, Walsh, mm-hmm. and, um, and 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 we still won. Yeah. Now you know, get Walsh in there and get the other guy in there. Yeah, I reckon. I'm quietly confident. Okay. Hey, Walsh was best on ground. I know Errol Gordon was great last week, but I I thought Sam Walsh was the best player over four quarters last week. He was definitely the best Blues player, and there was a number who stood up. Uh, Neil, enjoy the game. Thanks very much. All right. Temper text is on fire. Zach Butters being asked off the text from Michael. This is exactly what you need to do. We've got a big hour ahead of us. I've got a Signet Boost Power Bank valued at $45 to give away. It'll keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered 24-7. And if you love your golf or you know someone who does, you can use it as a present, save yourself cash. I've got a prize pack all thanks to Golf Box. It includes a tailor-made go- a cap, a divot tool, and a box of TB5 golf balls, okay? So golfbox.com.au, you can jump on and check that all out. So the simple question is, you have one player to choose. One Player. Now, Campbell Brown today, I was on SEN track, must be said, couldn't find a winner. I asked Campbell Brown today, and he said 100% without a doubt, it is Sam Taylor, who is the best one-on-one defender in the game. All-Australian 12 months ago, only played 15 games this year, but is a big part of this giant success, because when he plays, traditionally, they do win. Again, Think outside of whatever box you want. one 736 736 Before I get back to your calls, Josh says, have you heard about this kid who's apparently pretty good? Nick Dacos. Not many people talking about him. The kid is a star and will prove it yet again. Uh, I don't disagree with any of that, Josh, at all. I'm a huge Nick Dacos fan, and he's obviously in the conversation, and it's all tracking that it looks like he's going to play next Friday night. If it's a draft grand final day, I want Joe Danaher who plays for the Pies. But I know that's not what you're asking. But here, here, that's off a Pies supporter. Joe, I, I found it very hard with Brisbane 
to include a player who I would have in this particular conversation. I, I'm a huge Lockie Neal fan, but he has been a little subdued the last couple of weeks, and yet they've still won. If Joe Danaher kicks six goals straight on grand final day, and he has played really well at the MCG and in finals previously, then he might rocket to the top of this conversation. Uh, if Toby wins a premiership this year, he's an absolute lock hall of famer coming through a couple of times. Scary thing about the Giants, are they still improving? I'm not sure how they win Saturday, but there's a big upside. They're, they're going in the right direction. I want to give a shout-out before I get to a break and back to your calls. I want to give a shout-out to Jesse Hogan, who probably when he was drafted and, 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 and held in such high regard early doors and ended up at Melbourne, he probably didn't think this was going to be his career at club after club after club. But he's now a huge part of this Giants team. Uh, Jeremy Cameron leaves and they're trying to fill the void inside 50 and they probably found it in the most unlikely of source. <laughs> ironically, ironically is that Fremantle could really use him, could absolutely use him up forward. But Jesse Hogan's had an outstanding year, so I want to give a shout to Jesse Hogan, not for this particular conversation, but the fact he's been great. Uh, who is going to kick Carlton's goals? Kerno could kick six and Carlton could kick only nine and lose. Um, I, I don't disagree with either of those statements either, but, geez, Melbourne's forward line isn't exactly ripping the joint apart. We could see a dour affair tonight, uh, tomorrow night rather, a very dour affair. We've continually spoken about Melbourne's forward line since, honestly, 2021. Even when they ended up winning the flag and Fritch was outstanding on grand final night and Ben Brown did what he did, Max Gorn ripped it apart on prelim not the fortnight before, but we've had this Melbourne conversation about the forward line. So whilst I understand no Jack Martin puts even more pressure on Kuno, no Mackay, although he's got the slight yips, like Melbourne aren't exactly going to roll on in and kick or guaranteed to kick 22 goals. So while it's a good point, it's you could also swing it the other way. No one tagged Lever a month ago when we beat them. Blues won't tag anyone Voss back in his system. Well, that, that's the interesting thing. Yes, that's true, possibly. I, I think they will play a defensive forward on Lever. I think that they might have held a couple of things up their sleeve, both teams, a month or so ago. But I wonder what Port Adelaide do if they tag someone on Saturday night from the Giants. Like, I don't think Drew would go to a Josh Kelly or a Canelio, maybe a Tom Green, but their midfield is so stacked, they probably just back their own system in. So I'm using your theory about Port Adelaide, but you are right. When you get this deep into a final series, sometimes you just back yourself in and go, you know what, we're good enough to win. All right, other side of the break, Harcourt's open line. I'm going to give away a Signet Boost Power Bank and I'm going to give away a Golf Box prize pack, but you need to call 1-300-736-736. What would you do? What would you do? Grand final day, you've got one player to choose from the last six teams. Who are you selecting? It is the Sporting Capital, Thursday night. one 736 736 Boost Power Bank up for grabs. Golf Box prize back as well. Jump on golfbox.com.au to check out all the great work they do. Before we get back to your calls, now off the text... Off the temp- People are saying naming three or four names. It's one name. Just one name. Like if you ran a football club and you had to make a decision and you had the number one pick, like West Coast currently do, you can't trade it, by the way. It's one name. 
Hey, Kieran Briggs has been announced. This has been a revelation and a huge reason as to why the Giants are playing good footy. So he already had a year to go. He was 12 months away from being out of contract anyway. But the Giants, who are doing everything right, right now, extended by two and he's now in contract until 2026. And without knowing exactly how the cash would be, I don't think it's going to be millions. It's the way to look at it if you're building a team. It's the way to look outside of Max Gorn. We haven't seen superstar Ruckman play in premiership teams. We just we just haven't. Dean Cox, of course, we're going back a long way. You know, 12 months ago, Reece Stanley. It was Max Gorn the year before. Richmond never had a superstar, high-priced Ruckman. The Bulldogs, Jordan Ruffhead did in 2016. Uh, 2015, hey, like, it just... It's it's if you're an NFL fan and Kane Corns did this perfectly, there's value attached to certain positions where other values are higher on other positions. And the Ruckman, for whatever reason, statistically they can be unbelievable. But in the end, it doesn't always equate to premiership success. And a big reason this year why the Giants are good is because of the way Briggs plays his football without breaking the bank. So great job to the Giants and great job to the young man who's going to get an opportunity on Saturday night to put his team into a prelim. Hey, Brady's in Berwick. I, I, look, I do doubt that Kieran Briggs will be the first player chosen in anyone's grand final day draft. But if you disagree, give me a call. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 Brady, who you got, man? Who are you choosing to be your guy? G'day, Cam. This is pretty funny because I didn't even mention this to your producer, but my man is Max Gorn. There we go. Hey, look. Yeah. And, and to be fair, it's it's... Understandable. He's been incredible. He was the best on ground last week as he wore down Cameron and Cox. You both had okay starts, actually, in the first quarter. He stood up in a major prelim. He probably didn't even... He wasn't even the best ruckman, probably, on grand final day for Melbourne in, in 21 when Luke Jackson went bang. But there is no doubt, both from a leadership perspective and a playing perspective, he's he's a great guy to build your team around. Yeah, 100%. Just the way he played in that prelim a few years ago and the way he played last week and the leadership he brings for sure, it'd be my number one pick. To get dominance out of the middle is a great way to start on grand final day. True. And look, it does help. And this is the this is the big thing that I guess when we talk about Ruckman. Like, you can be as dominant as you want when you get your hand on the pill first, but you've got to be able to put it into the hands of extremely... First, they've got to put it into the hands of a, a midfielder. And secondly, they've got to be extremely talented as well. And he, he look, Max Gorn puts it into the right hands. And you've got Petrarca and Oliver and Viney and Brayshaw and these type of players around the ground. It, it, it helps. It's, a, it's an, a, you know, a really combined effort. So it's a good little start. Brady, are you a, are you a, golf, are you a golf man? I'm a massive golfer. All right, golfbox.com.au. I'm going to send you a golf box prize pack. It includes a tailor-made cap, a divot tool, a box of TB5 golf balls. And make sure you check it out, golfbox.com.au, mate. So it's on the way. I'll give it back to Benny and away you go. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Too easy. one 736 736 couple more golf box prize packs to give away. And Signet Boost Power Banks as well. And exactly how Brady went with it there, it's quite simply just about one player you would choose on grand final day to stand up. Off the text, only one name, Toby Green. That's from George and Bentley, and that's a name that has probably been the number one name right now. And he's a he's a player who has, who has been into a grand final, albeit it didn't go 
especially to script in particular after the first 10 minutes. But this is the thing, and we seem to have a lot more Giants fans listening tonight, or people who are just understanding that the orange tsunami and the bandwagon is filling up nicely. But the, the fact is, they, these guys have been there. Whitfield, Canilio, Green. We'll start there. Ward, Kelly. These guys have been there in big finals. Now, some have been prelims and they got beat. Some have been into a grand final where it was ugly. But they shouldn't be overawed by a situation. And I love it. I, I, love, I love the way the Giants play their football. I am still picking Port to win on Saturday night. But, jeez. How about Bedford last week? No wonder they fought so hard. Now, we shouldn't have to take 12 days, or in actual fact, five days, to find a resolution at the tribunal in today's day and age. But, geez, the very fact that they fought so hard to get Bedford off was a prime example as to why he was so good last week and why they did it. Uh, George is in Bentley. Hello, George. G'day, mate. Um, only one name for me, and I'm a big Saints man, but the best player I reckon would be Toby Green, the All-Australian captain. He'd be my number one pick in any team. Now, George, I'll ask you this, and I'll ask the same question of any other listener who wants to call, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 Vegas Saints man, yep. okay, so you probably haven't had yep. that intense rivalry with the Giants over the course of, of their franchise, but have you been someone who's always been enamoured with him and, 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 and really felt this way towards him as a footballer, or have you grown into it a little more in recent years? Um, always thought he had the ability and the natural talent, and above all, he's just a he's, he's a complete package. He, he plays tall and small, but he's you know just such a smart footballer, and you you can't pay enough or want enough smart footballers in your club. You know the ones that make the best decisions on big days, and he's a big game player, and uh, he can win a game off his own boot. But he's my number one pick, without doubt. Yeah, I, I like the fact that he is. Look, he's a superstar. Thank you, George. And I also point out he has stood up in finals. He he stands up and and, and plays very very well in the biggest. And that's another point of con- not conjecture, but a point of conversation when we're talking about this particular final situation or grand final situation. How do you roll into it, Jeremy Cameron? Off the text. Uh, I think Ben McAvoy might have been the Hawks Ruckman in 2015, not David Hale. Pretty good player, McAvoy. That's Keith from Burwood. I, I think I think they both played, Hale and McAvoy. You're right. McAvoy was probably their number one. But you, you get my point. I'm talking about under Hale. Just, I, I don't want to say Ben McAvoy was not a star Ruckman because he was very, very good. But I'm talking the superstar All-Australian Ruckman who are in conversations like this year's Tim English. And they've got Bonson Pally who may win the Brownlow and they're sitting outside the eight watching September unfold. That, w- that was my point. But as always, the temper text doesn't miss a beat. Greg's in Carum Downs. Greg, a fire away, mate. One player, who you got? For me, it's got to be Marcus Bonson Pally. And I'm not a Dogs uh, supporter. I'm a Pie supporter. But I just don't think you can't fault Marcus Bonson Pally as a player. Mm-hmm. You can't fault him as a person. You can't fault him as a leader. I mean, the guy just ticks every box and uh, he would be the first man in for me if I had a pick. It's hard to disagree. It really is hard to disagree. I, I, I grew up a red, white and blue supporter. Love the football club. Grew up in the West. I, uh, I, I don't even, and I understand how great, how great some of these players of the Bulldogs have been over 
you know, the 100 years of the club, but in particular the last sort of six or seven decades, he's, he's without a doubt the best Bulldog player ever. He's number one Western Bulldog player of all time, in, in my mind. He, he, he's the type of guy that, uh, you know, when your team's not playing, you're watching, you're a neutral supporter, you'll just you'll stay on the couch to watch players like Marcus Bontempelli. So uh, no, hats off to him. Um, he's the one. Love it. Thank you. Appreciate your call. Greg and Karim Downs is all about... Marcus Bontempelli, Charlie Curnow comes off the text. Steve in Geelong says Josh Dunkley, Premiership player, of course, of the Bulldogs and has had a, I'm going to say a good year for Brisbane. He was having an exceptionally really good year before he got hurt. Form probably dropped off a little bit on his return, but he's a big part of that Brisbane Lions team. They're going to go and be very hard to beat. Undefeated at the Gabba. And going in... To round 24 on this very show, we had the pressure meter. Remember the conversation we had, who's got the most pressure on them? Who's got the most to lose or to possibly gain from the particular weekend of football into round 24? And I said Brisbane. They had a tricky game against St Kilda. And if they win, they've got two home games to get to a grand final at a place they haven't lost all year. And they beat St Kilda, and it was tricky. They belted Port Adelaide. They belted Port Adelaide, and now they're four quarters away against either Melbourne or Carlton, who are going to have a physically bruising contest tomorrow night to get back to the MCG and have a chance to win their first flag in, ironically, 20 years. Wait right there, please. Brad and Tony, I'm coming to you next. Signet Boost Power Banks to give away, Golf Box Prize Packs to give away, golfbox.com.au. Jump on, check it out. Live on your home of sport, SEN. Right around Australia, it is the Sporting Capital Thursday night, one 736 736 Look, I love Toby Green. I'm not necessarily a major Giants fan, but legitimately, the amount of people who are texting on the temper text saying Toby Green's a player they would choose first has surprised me, even though I had him in my top two. Brad is in Greenvale. Brad, hello to you. How are you, Cam? Good, man. Uh, one player. Who have you got for us? Uh, okay, mine's a bit left of centre, but Matthew Cottrell from Carlton. Left of centre is correct. Without diminishing Matthew Cottrell, I, I wasn't expecting that name. Talk to me. How come? Well, I, just since he's built consistency into this season and parts of last season, he operates as kind of, in a way, apart from Cripper, as a spiritual barometer of the club. When he does his one percenters, it carries a lot of weight with, you know, I suppose the belief of the other players. I noticed that they kind of lift when he lifts. So I, I think that's kind of where my brain's at. Oh, look, hey, left to centre, but that's what I like here. I'm a big left to centre guy. I, I will say he wouldn't be the only one, but since he has really been able to string a lot of football or the back end of this year together, they have been able to win a majority of those games. So I, I'm not, I'm not going to I'm not going to backflip and say Matthew Cottrell would be my first pick, but he's the type of player, of which probably Carlton have a few, uh, that no doubt are very important and very important tomorrow night, mate. I appreciate your call. Thanks, mate. Zach Butters. Zach Butters. Zach Butters. Zach Butters. Off the text, four straight from Zach Butters. Different names, by the way, as well. 
736 If you're joining me for the first time, I'll get to the ins and outs in a moment. And a couple of interesting decisions. Finlayson not there for Port Adelaide. Charlie Dixon is. No Jack Silvani, but that was kind of made obvious by Carlton this morning. His fitness, or at least his knee fitness, isn't an issue. It's his game fitness, or lack thereof, that they're a little nervous about. Tony's in Mount Eliza, a beautiful part of the world. Hello, Tone. Okay, Cam. Good, mate. Welcome Good. Home, mate, uh, mate I've been a Melbourne supporter. I would love this guy in my forward line right now, Tex Walker. Mm. He doesn't miss goals. He's strong. He's one of those guys. Oh, if he was at Melbourne, that would be a different story. It, he had an outstanding year. It did. I tell you what, Tony. Since you've been at work, have you, Tone? Yeah, mate. Driving home, been on the road for forty minutes. Uh, you've got me through the got me through the trip home, but there. <laughs> Okay, that that is good. Uh, I, I, I tell you what, I'll, because you've been complimentary, Tony, I won't even bring up the fact that you went outside the rules and picked someone not from the six finals team because I like your Tex Walker suggestion. Uh, sorry, mate. Uh, don't stress, mate. I don't care at all. Hey, just just quickly, who is going to kick your goals? Who's going to kick Melbourne's goals tomorrow night? Is it is it a Petrarca thing? Fritch, obviously, that sore foot, how's it going to hold up? Is, is Gorn going to be able to do it? Are you, are you worried as a D supporter how it's going to go down? I'm not worried, mate. I'm, 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 I just think Cozzy Pickett, warm weather. He loves the warm weather. He, he'll be on. Cozzy Pickett will be the man. He, he, I tell you what the thing about Cozzy Pickett is, and it's it's hard to argue that he won't stand up in a big final, but he was almost last, he was almost last week. He, he, he almost ripped that game apart, and he almost, in the fourth quarter in particular, after he got him going with some momentum, gave him a chance. Hey, Tone, what do you do for work? I'm a bus driver, mate. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I've, I've finished that... Uh, Come on, seven, quarter past seven, so I'm just driving home now. So, yes. Yeah, so. Well, firstly, thank you. Did, is, it just a, is it public bus or is it school kids? Uh, public bus, mate. Yeah, it's a local drive around or the well, and all that. I don't live in that part of the world, mate, but I do thank you for your service and getting people home safely, Tone. So hopefully for you tomorrow night, the D's play well. Yeah, I suppose it's probably too hard to drive the bus to the Gabba next week if you do make it to a prelim, isn't it? Oh, man, I, oh, uh, yeah, I don't think I'd, I'll be just switching on the TV. And uh, good thing about being on the TV, mate, I, if they're losing, I'd just change the channel. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's Channel 7, make sure you keep it locked on after the uh, after the footy. There's a couple of good-looking guys who do a show after it. Hey, thank you, Tone. No worries, mate. Aren't you beautifully done. All right, let's get to, uh, to Nick in, officer. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Six teams remain. If you had to pick one player for grand final day in a draft, who would it be? Who is it, Nick? Um, I'm going to say Scotty Pendlebury from Collingwood, mate. Mm. He, um, well, he's, he's obviously he's got he's got the finals record. He's got a cool head. That's what you need in finals, especially at the start of the game when I guess it's so full on. And you just need that calm, calm sort of presence for your players and stuff like that. And that's what he delivers every week in week out. So, yeah. It, it's it's a name that's come up a little bit. He, he stood up in and won a Norm Smith, which is the theory that I was working on when I when I named Chris yeah. Petrarca, a player who's who stood up and and, and Scotty Pendlebury's a superstar, right? Like there's there's no is buts or maybe's about it. There's there's a lot of other names within that Collingwood side who who get a great deal of probably in this particular year 
a great deal of pats on the back, and they deserve them. The Darcy Moores of the world, the Nick and Josh Dacoses of the world, Jordan Degoe, who's a wonderful finals player, Jack Crisp, likewise. But there are two men on Collingwood's list, or in their 22, that are outstanding finals footballers. One is Scott Pendlebury, and the other one is Steel Sidebottom. And they have done it Correct. time and time again. So this is the big thing for Collingwood. I've, I've been... Tipping them since about round four to win the flag, I still have that feeling. And the fact is that when you've got guys like Pendlebury and Sidebottom who don't get talked nearly enough in some of these big games, uh, that can only hold you in good stead as a club. Exactly right. Exactly. Hey, enjoy it, mate. Appreciate your call. Thanks very much. See ya. Wills and Cranburn, 1300 736 736. Temper text firing up. I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Will, one player, mate. Who you got? No, I've got the player for you, Cam. I've got him, and his name's Cam Rayner, mate. He's an absolute bull, and uh, I think he's going to be the difference for Brisbane Lions this year. He's come back from his Rico, and um, he's uh, he's explosive. His ground ball is unbelievable when he can take a mark. So what more would you want? So it's come up, the Cam Rayner name has come up a couple of times, and I spoke about this earlier, and the fact is that started down back, didn't quite work out, couldn't quite push into the midfield. Of course, the ACL stunts the fitness development of young players when you miss so much time and you're trying to work your way through uh, building up that tank needed at AFL level. It, it absolutely didn't help. And then he's in a stacked forward line that can make it a bit tough when you've got Hitwood and Joe Danaher as the main targets and then you've got Charlie Cameron doing what he does. But he, it was outstanding last week. I, I can't remember who it was. It may have been David King. But there was most certainly someone on SEN who tagged him as an X-Factor going into September. And last weekend proved first step to maybe a three-step X-Factor process to a premiership. So he's a big, strong lad. He can, he's explosive. Uh, he has been slightly inconsistent, even though there are reasons for it. But there is no doubt that if Cam Rayner does again what he did last week, next week, and then the week after, it goes a long way to the Lions Premiership Cup. Yeah, I think you're spot on, mate. I think uh, yeah, another three goals from him in uh, prelim week and uh, Brisbane make it to a granny, mate. Are you are you a Lions fan, Will? I'm a Hawthorne fan, mate, but I love him. Um, I think he's got I think he's got all the needs. Uh, I think he's going to be um, he's going to stand up in big games, mate. Love it, Will. Will love the uh, love the call. I, I assume you got a mobile phone. Yes, mate. And I assume if you use it like me, which is way too much, by the way, so hopefully you use it less, it goes flat a yeah. fair bit, does it? It sure does, mate. Well, you want a Signet Boost Power Bank, mate? It'll keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered 24-7. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'll put you back out to Benny out the back. Will, up to you. There you go. Thank you. Uh, Mark, wait right there. Spiros, likewise. I'm going to come to you on the other side of the break. Just off the text. Beltport, halftime, down two on bench. Any other team, same situation, want to get belted as well. Just saying, Cam. Michael, that, that is I, – I don't disagree with that. But the, the thing is, they still got belted. Now, there's excuses attached to it, and I expect Port Adelaide to bounce back and win on Saturday. I don't think they could win a flag without Charlie Dixon, a fit Charlie Dixon, but they have rolled the dice. There are excuses and some disappointment around last week. But Brisbane, I felt – out of all the three games I watched, four games, the other three, like Melbourne had a chance to win the game, Sydney had a chance to win the game, and I felt they could have both won. And then you have uh, St Kilda, who 
really dominated possession in the second half, in particular the third quarter, and just were frustratingly unable to put it on the scoreboard against the Giants. I, I just never felt Brisbane were going to allow Port Adelaide into that game. Now, reasons for it, absolutely understand that. But they did do it fairly comfortably. But I do expect them, Michael, obviously a Port fan, to bounce back this week and beat the Giants in what should be an absolute classic. Butters coming through again off the text. All right, Mark and Spiros, I'm coming to you next. All right, around Australia, thank you for joining me Thursday night. House of Bats, not far off. John Stephenson to join me all thanks to Chemist Warehouse. one 736 to get involved. Uh, Michael says, uh, should mention it was Are You OK? or it is Are You OK day today. Hopefully everyone is OK. That goes out to everyone who's listening, you know, and, and a lot of people here at SCN, SCN Track, where I do a lot of my work as well, reach out via the text. And if you're not feeling all that well, I hope you are getting some help or you've got someone to talk to. And if you've got someone who you think might be struggling a little bit, make sure you reach out via a text or a call, not just today, but every day to make sure we help each other. In this crazy life. Uh, Mark's in Sydney. Mark, hello to you. G'day. How are you? I'm good, mate. Now, are you a, are you a Giants cheer squad member? Uh, yes. Yes, we just finished making a banner to take down to Adelaide for the uh, winning team and um, making one for the women as well. So we had a busy night. All right. You, uh, when did the nerves start to kick in? When do you really get the juices and the adrenaline start to flow? Because it's, it's going to be hostile in there on uh, Adelaide Oval Saturday night. Oh, there's a great possibility we could be outnumbered. <laughs> just, just. I, 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 if they had a, if they had a betting market on it, I would probably just take the uh, the 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 one dollar eighty on 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 offer for the Port Adelaide numbers to be a slightly bigger, mate. I love it. Uh, what what do you do? You catch do you catch a bus over? Do you? Uh, no, I'm uh, I'm flying down uh, from Sydney. Yep. Uh, I've been down. I just went down to the Carlton St Kilda match and burning up my frequent flight points and uh, going to Adelaide. Uh, yes, love it, Mark. Hey, just quickly, everyone's jumping on this bandwagon of the Giants, mate. Who's, who's the one player? Who's the one player? Would you have one if you if you could choose one player? It has to be Toby Green, yep. which a lot of people have said. He's not just a brilliant player, but he he lifts the whole team. So he he makes the team better by making the players want to follow him anywhere he goes. He's 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 got the the charisma to, to lift the team. So. He's, Good player and a team lifter. Good luck on Saturday night, mate. I'm glad the banners are, are ready to go uh, for both the, the women and the men. And then, of course, we roll into what's going to be a big weekend. Uh, Mark, as much when you're so hardcore involved and so passionate, as enjoy it as much as you possibly can, even with all those nerves, mate. <laughs> Thank you very much. Beautifully Happy done. <laughs> Good luck to Mark and uh, the Giants. Let's get to Troy and North Troy. Troy, give me a play, mate. You got one for me? Uh, Hey, mate, how you going? Yeah, good, mate. Far away. Uh, uh, um, mate, hey, I've just got to uh, uh, do a big shout-out to... Yep. Um, I know it's a, uh, from a rival that, that radio station or television or whatever, but James Brayshaw mm-hmm. the other night when he, when he was commentating and his nephew got hurt, got hit. Yep. Uh, and, and, and just his professionalism was uh, uh, second to none. If it was my nephew, I would have wanted to jump out of the body commentary box and jumped over the fence and belted the blasted. <laughs> That's uh, Troy, Troy and, and, of course, uh, James Brayshaw last night on Talking Finals as well, spoke really well about it, and there is no doubt it's, he's why he's one of the best broadcasters in this particular country, his professionalism. That would have been, no doubt, as you touched on, tested in, the, in, that, in that moment. So there, there is no doubt that uh, I'm not surprised 
and I don't think anyone else should be surprised that James Brayshaw was able to uh, get through the most toughest of moments so professionally, but there is no doubt it deserves a shout-out. He's good at his job, isn't he? Absolutely is very good at his job. Is there anything else for me, Troy, before I let you go? Uh, no, 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 just um, the cricket. What happened to us last night? Uh, we got smashed. Yeah, well, well, one player comes out of retirement and he goes, bang, right? Yeah. Do you... uh, what did you end up making? What was it, 158? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh-huh. he's, he's a freak. And I mean that in the most uh, positive of ways. But the word freak yeah. seems to get thrown around negatively, but I didn't. Yeah, it was a bit disappointing, Troy. But the good news is about it is always another game right around the corner. And we've got a, uh, 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 hopefully, not, a tournament that we can world. resurrect. It's not the end of the world, mate. No, it exactly. most certainly isn't. Hey, Troy, appreciate your call, mate. Uh, uh, no, mate. Have a good night. You too, buddy. Spiros, thank you for holding. Who you got for us, mate? One player. Who are you choosing? Look, Maybe a little bit out of left field, but um, Joe Danaher, um, he, he, look, he wasn't great at Essendon. It, um, probably wasn't even great at the first couple of years at the um, the Lions, and I thought, oh, yes, this guy's just, uh, he's not going to make it. And uh, he's turned his, he's really turned his career around in the last um, few seasons with the Lions, and he's going to, I think he'll only get better. And look, I'm a Richmond supporter, so I won't forget that he plucked that ball out of the pack and, uh, and beat us in that final, I reckon. But, uh, yeah, I reckon, you know, he's getting better and better and he's tall marking and, and he's pretty accurate. So, yeah, I, I think he might, you know, he'd be a big danger down forward. Well, the there's no doubt. I, I tell you what he, I tell you what he has done, Spiro. Sorry, he, he's, he's played good finals. He, he played, I know they didn't play a great deal of finals, Essendon, but in big moments, Anzac Day as well, he has played some good footy. There is no doubt. There is no doubt his inaccuracy at different times has has let himself down. And if he can stay accurate, him, Hitwood, and Charlie Cameron, and now Camrainer is a very potent forward line. So potent that they went and got Jack Gunson for this exact moment, and I'd be stunned if he played next week. So, uh, Joe Danaher, I'm, I'm half with you on Grand Final day. It wouldn't surprise me if he kicked six straight, and unfortunately, it wouldn't probably surprise me if he kicked one goal five. But there's no doubt that Joe Danaher, you've got to try and contend with him. And if he's on, and he seems on more often than not nowadays, it's a huge advantage for Brisbane. Very star-studded team, the Lions. They are. They're built for this. They're they're built for this. Okay, no problem. Thanks, mate. Thank you, Spiros. They are absolutely, when they put this team together, and they had to find a way. I know Will Ashcroft, you don't lose a first-year player and normally expect to have to try and fill a midfield slot when you're chasing a flag. It happens rarely, but they've been able to do it. Uh, lastly, let's get quickly to Artie, who's in Adelaide, to finish us off in the night. Artie, take it away, mate. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure, Cam. I, I follow you on media, you know, SEN track. You're a superstar. Seriously, it's not a uh, P1 double five. Well, f- firstly, Artie, I'll, I'll send you that check, and I appreciate your calling, mate. Uh, what else you got nah, for you're me, a legend. mate? <laughs> now, look, I'm a GWS man. Yep. Obviously, Toby Green, all that. And we didn't quite make the top four. If... if I think Brisbane. So, you know, there's a little Achilles heel there. They, they they went up there. They'll go to the grand final. Yep. And there's an Achilles heel. What is it? You know, imagine inserting Toby Green into that forward line. It'd straighten them up. It'd toughen them up. I'll tell, tell you what it would do. We'd probably explode the salary cap for one and have a lot of questions. But you are right. I The, the amount of people, Artie, the, legitimately, the amount of people who have nominated Toby Green via the calls tonight or the text line, and it's boggling my mind. And I don't, I don't mean that that I'm surprised because I had Toby Green or Chris and Petrarca as my guy, but I just, I, I just, yeah. I legitimately thought 
And this is something we speak about a lot. People dislike someone because they don't play for their footy team or they've done things that have annoyed them. But people have just done – they've done 180s on Toby Green. And so they bloody well, well should. And you say star. that. You, what you said is that's how real people are, but they have. And I've watched him for a long time. Um, he, he's just incredible. He has grabbed this club. You know, and and get, let's get on the GWS bandwagon for a little while, or for a minute, you know. Um, uh, they're 12, 13 years deep. Yeah. Four prelims, couple of grannies if they get there. And this, this – New coach. He's amazing. He has done an amazing job. I've got to let you go, Artie, and thank you for the nice words and, and keep listening. I, I, I've said this a lot, not just on this show, but the fact that Adam Kingsley's been able to breathe life into guys who we thought may have played their best footy. Ward, but Kelly, Whitfield, Canilio. Like, Canilio's last two years, last year he was really good and he didn't get the props. This year he's been great. And Adam Kingsley had to be able to find a way for some of these young guys to mesh with guys who should have been in their prime who we hadn't seen him play great footy in the last probably two or three years. He's done that. What a weekend. Can't wait. Enjoy it. Thank you for getting involved. Benjamin out the back. Good luck to the Ds.